Well, howdy there, everybody. Welcome back. Did you miss us? We hope so. After three long weeks, for which I do apologize, it's once again Skews Day, June 14th, 2022. I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark Agee. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? Welcome back to the land of the free, of freedom, yeah. away from the totalitarian, hell, totalitarian hellscape that is the UK. That's after. right. Didn't say one eagle over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, glad to be here. Yeah. Welcome home, bud. You, you, missed, you missed a lot. I know. Uh, well, I didn't really miss most of it because, like, we're so insane that it's also news over there, our insanity. So, like, you yeah, know, they were talking about uh, us the whole time, too. So, yeah, I was, uh, you know, availed of all the the horror um, as it happened. Brian Fowler, look who's back, back again. Trey is back and Mark, his friend. That's right. Yeah, we're here. We're doing some Eminem. I like it. Um so, a couple things from today uh, before we get started. Uh, tonight's primary night in Maine, Nevada, North Dakota, and South Carolina. So, if you forgot to vote, some of those states are already too late. But you can also watch us on your phone if you want. If you want to go get in a ballot real quick, uh, the race to watch. Uh, I'm keeping out tonight is Nancy Mace versus Katie Arrington in South Carolina in a, in a, in a House primary because Nancy Mace is one of the few Republicans that voted to uh, convict Trump and immediately she'd been gro- uh, in, in a second impeachment trial. She immediately mm-hmm. be- began groveling about it, but he still made it his mission in life to destroy her. Of course. She's the, she's the one who went to New York just to film a selfie video in front of Trump Tower saying how awesome she thinks Trump is after she voted to impeach him. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, early early returns on that one is Mace is ahead, but only got 3% in. Um, the Senate did something. Uh, they have a gun bill, which has 11 Republican votes so far, so you know it's probably terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't do much. It uh, you know restricts that. I guess that Uvalde Shooter had some sort of uh, Hellfire trigger device that would have turned his gun fully automatic, although he didn't figure out how to use it because he just bought his guns like the day before. Um the, uh, so restrict that and uh, have, have some incentives for state to enact, uh, states to enact re- uh, red flag laws, which is an improvement marginally, but mostly it's right. for cops, which after Columbine, we put 10,000 cops in schools and they have yet to stop one school shooting. Mm-hmm. They have arrested a million kids for stuff like assault for throwing paper airplanes. So there's that. Um also, yeah. uh, we got, Echo, we got- Echo, Echo Fritch on YouTube says that gun bill does fucking nothing except, uh, and then Matt took it down, make them feel like they're doing something, I think. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, they must have some polling that says that people want them to do something, so they're doing something. Republicans, I mean, like, I think they're, uh, like, they, Chris, what's his name from from Connecticut, uh, he cares deeply about this stuff, and he would have passed a better bill if they let him, but they're not going to let him. So, and uh, Manchin and Cinema aren't going to vote to boss the filibuster, so. Is where we're at. Um, got another fun update on the Americans who went over to fight in Ukraine. Even the ones with combat experience apparently quit. Some of them faked injuries. One guy used a rock to break his gun. Said he couldn't fight anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Turns uh, out war is like uh, shitty. It's not. Yeah. Not cool. Like I thought this would be cool. I'd be over here, you know, being a yeah. fucking freedom fighter, doing my Call of Duty thing. But it's like these these guys are mean. This is hard. Yeah. I want to yeah. go. I want to go back to America. <laughs> Do you, ever, do you ever watch uh there's a great miniseries from the guy to the wire called the generation kill yeah i know uh, I, I missed that one i know what it is i always heard it was great but i didn't watch it <laughs> yeah uh alexander skarsgård and it. it's pretty mm-hmm. fucking, it, it's pretty good but uh basically it's about this group of uh, uh marine recon guys who are driving around iraq trying to fight a fight trying to find a fight to get into in, uh, in the first iraq invasion you can't find one 
so they get really frustrated bad and Anyway, there's a there's a point where where these guys really want to get in a fight, and their 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 sergeants yelled at him. He says, "Those those men have been sleeping out in the hard cold hard ground for six months waiting for this fight, and you you pussies cry if you don't get a pop tart in your MRE." <laughs> <laughs> so and it reminded me of that. But yeah, so the Americans who went to fight in Ukraine basically all called their moms to come pick them up because it sucks. Uh, <laughs> and some fun sports candles. Um, Jack Del Rio. Uh, who's now the Washington Commanders defensive coordinator, former uh-huh. coach of Jacksonville Jaguars, went wild on Twitter. And the Raiders, Jaguars. former coach yeah. of the Raiders, too. Old Jack of the River. Yeah, he's got yeah. some interesting takes. What do you say this time? Uh, basically, January 6th was no big deal. He just called it a dust-up outside yeah. the Capitol. And then he was asked about it the next day at, uh, by reporters. Said some more insane shit. Had to post one of those, you know, notes app apologies. And then the head coach, Ron Rivera, who uh, – has in a public public fight with his own players and coaches for the last year and a half, two years, because he's a cancer survivor, is immunocompromised. Yeah. He's just begging his players to get uh, vaccinated, and they all told him to fuck off. <laughs> and then so he's getting Jack Del Rio. What he did was he fined Jack Del Rio, Del Rio $100,000 and gave it to the Capitol Police Fund. Um, so that hit. And then the Orioles are involved in a weird scandal that involves country music. Um, apparently, uh, the, the owner has been incapacitated by medical issues, and his two dipshit sons are in a legal fight over who's going to control the franchise. And one fought a lawsuit against his brother and his mom, saying that they are running the team into the ground in order to benefit their country music investments because they've been trying to move. They want to move the team to Nashville, and have also been using their connect. Like the, the guy, the brother's being sued. His wife is a country music manager, and they've been using the ballpark to like use all their artists to post game concerts and um, and national anthem and stuff. So. That's wild. Country music corruption is fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. All right. Well, hey, let's get into it. With us, as always, is producer Matt. He is here. This is Weekly Skews. I want to remind you of a couple of things, of course. Number one, if you're vaccinated and want to see me live, you could go to TreyCrowder.com. I'm embarking on a solo stand-up tour this summer starting next week in Ohio um, and a lot of other places after that. I'm doing longer sets, brand new material. It's going to be fun. I hope you come out and see me. Go to TreyCrowder.com. Get your tickets now. Number two, if you enjoy this here program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. $5 a month, you get full-length bonus episodes like the one we recorded last week on all the truly unforgivable bullshit that came out in the wake of the horrific Texas shooting. You get immediate access to the whole slate of bonus episodes we've already done and all the ones we're planning to do in the future. So if you're into that, go to weeklyskews.com slash more, or you can just look me up on Patreon, sign up, get some more skews in your life. We sure would appreciate it. Now... As for the show tonight, what better subject for our glorious return than the hot new true crime series that's gripping the nation? The January 6th committee hearings. We've had two episodes so far. A lot of storylines getting set up, some betrayals, some twists and turns, a lot of interesting characters, some of whom are drunk. It's a wild show and promises to get wilder, so we're going to talk about it. But first, after the past few weeks, we've definitely got some dumbasses for you, so let's get started there, as usual, with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, anyone who thinks the Native Americans wouldn't gladly do it all again for the glory of Jesus Christ. That's right. Here's Republican gubernatorial candidate in Georgia, Candace Taylor, reminding everybody what's really important where the Indians are concerned. Matt, play, play it. If you got it. Play them if you got them, Matt. What's going on? Here we go. 
First Amendment right, which is our right to worship Jesus freely. That's why we have a country. That's why we have Georgia. That's why we had our founding fathers come over here and destroy American Indians' homes and their land. They took it. Look at what they went through, the Native Americans, for sacrifice, for us to have the freedom we have today. The first uh, yeah, I love the perfect fascist logic of this. It's like, these people had to be oppressed for us to have our freedoms. Right. <laughs> Rarely do you see it put so succinctly. And uh, this Candace lost the primary, thank God. Uh, wait, they had they they even had their yeah they have had their primary yeah uh, 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 Georgia has um, she got three percent of the vote and she's still an active elementary school te elementary school teacher so people heard about critical race theory while she's going around and telling uh, telling kids that the Native Americans were glad to be massacred because uh, today we have uh, prayer in schools or something I don't know <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry. I got a technical issue. Of course we do. After a few weeks off, something's wrong with the Facebook feed. It's apparently not working. Uh, so I'm going to post a link on there for them, but a lot of people won't see it. This is really unfortunate, but I don't know what to do about it. Sorry. Uh, just a second here. Um, I'll post it afterwards and I'll post the video afterwards. Sorry, everybody. This is a nightmare. <laughs> You remind me of uh, one time on my, my wife's birthday, we were gonna like go down to Santa Monica and rent some bikes and like and then, like uh, uh, you know bar hop along the boardwalk. And uh, people, she had trouble finding people, just freaking out over not having no bikes to rent. So this is a fiasco, and I was like, okay, let's not let's stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. man, I don't know if you can. You probably can't, but if there's a way to like I don't know retry just the Facebook link or something in the in the streaming part if you can like click that on and off or something without restarting the whole thing then try that but you probably can't i'm just saying okay so anyway yeah she's a lunatic it's a very like you said it's a very like conservative thing to say it's like it acknowledges the genocide of mm -hmm. the native americans but in a way that's like but it's worth it because we have vacation Bible school and everything. And yeah. really that's what the Indians would have wanted. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. when you, when you, when you talk everything up to being God's plan, you ended up in some pretty horrific places because you end up being the person who's on the news after the tornado wipes out your whole neighborhood being like, I'm just glad God spared us. But what about the 50 people he didn't spare? Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're God's special hero and everyone else deserves to die. It's like, it's one of those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So what do we got next? Our honorable mentions. Uh, yeah. Any liberal out there who doesn't understand that the real answer to our gun problem is just more karate. If you don't believe me, take it from certified badass Sean Hannity, who breaks it all down right and, here. And, you know, for example, I have said to people and they said they think Hannity doesn't know what the hell he's talking about when it comes to martial arts. At close range, if I'm dealing with a gun that is pointed at me right here where I can go like this and strip it, literally break the guy's finger, strip the gun, step back, tap, rack, and do four over three. I'd rather do that. If he put somebody points it at my forehead, okay, I'll duck, I'll push it up, I'll jam it back, break his finger, and <laughs> jam it into them. Then I'll strip it, step back, tap it, rack it, and I'll do four over three there. Same if they're at, if I put a gun at my back. I'll get the gun offline, fight the man, strip the gun, break his finger, step back, tap rack four over three. I, that's something we do regularly. Someone please pull a gun on Sean Hannity to prove to see. I know, right? Yeah, I would love to see how he would actually react to uh, 
yeah. such a scenario. Like every one of these guys is Mark Wahlberg saying 9-11 wouldn't have went down yeah. on one of those planes. Right. Um, I know. They all they all think that. They're all like action movie heroes in their head. And that they only the, you know, the only thing that went wrong with any of these tragedies is that they were not there, you know, yeah. to stop it. Um Yeah. It's like uh, it's like going back to being God's special protagonist. It's like I, like that would never happen to me because I wouldn't let it. It's like when Kanye said slavery was voluntary because they had a slave mentality. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> 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 it's like what are you what are you even talking about, man? Like sometimes bad shit happens, and uh, the 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 children's karate black belt that the Sean Hannity got it has is not going to protect them in a gunfight. I don't know. But he can keep thinking, I guess, if he wants to. Also, he tapes his basement studio and he never leaves his house in like Martha's Vineyard or wherever. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go, indeed. All right, our next honorable <laughs> mention for Daily Dumbass is Elon Musk for not simply powering his cars with the ultimate renewable resource, fetuses. Yeah, that's right. Hear from this crazy lady. Uh, <laughs> here we go, getting it pulled up here. Inconvenient. Human persons, from their earliest days, poisoned in the womb and dismembered, torn limb from limb. Bodies thrown in medical waste bins and in places like Washington, D.C., burned to power the lights of the city's homes and streets. Let that image sink in with you for a moment. No. The next time you turn <laughs> think of the incinerators. Think of what we're doing to ourselves so callously and so knowingly. So DC is powered by the incinerated fetuses of the aborted. Like that's what the street lights, that's what's powering the the street lights in Washington, DC. I'm glad you asked Trey, because absolutely fucking not. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That is not, that is apparently a conspiracy theory talking point that uh, she's picked up. Remember we talked a couple couple weeks ago about those people got caught with uh, having fetuses in their house. They'd stole them from a planned parenthood. Yeah. yeah, so that that organization jump started this conspiracy theory, and uh, I'm not quite sure how you would. I pick another platform of biological matter. Can you burn a deer carcass for? <laughs> I it, it doesn't make any sense. You could like compost a dead baby, then maybe it gives off <laughs> enough methane to power like, a, <laughs> uh, you know, because landfill waste gives off methane for electricity. So maybe like I don't know, but like the, the, anyway. She, you wonder if she's crazy or stupid. I'm going to go with just power hungry. Her name's Catherine Glenn Foster. She's a graduate of Georgetown Law School who makes $190,000 a year as president of the Americans United for Life, uh, one of the largest anti-abortion nonprofits in the country. So, uh, yeah, she's out there spouting insane bullshit for power for her own power, which is a, a theme we run into a lot in America. Oh, country. yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, it's good work if you can get it, man. It's uh, mm-hmm. It can be pretty lucrative for sure. You just really got to really got to up the crazy to break through the the den of lunacy, but it can be done, you know? Uh, yeah, but it's wild. I don't know. I can't like saying that. And she's like in Congress, right? Saying that uh-huh. like a congressional hearing, like there's so many things you could say that are not DC's power grid is based on, you know, incinerated fetuses or whatever. I feel like that would make most people go, wait, what was that last part? Like, 
you're sitting there thinking like, I can't, I'm, I'm not really listening to what she's saying now. Cause I keep circling back to that other thing that she said, cause that was pretty wild. Right. I was like, yeah. yeah. I like, I, I just like to imagine there's a guy out there who believes her and because gas prices are so high right now, he's just trying to jam a dead fetus into his gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> just like smushing it in there. What, like, yeah, I don't know what these people, like, these people's understanding of, I mean, obviously she's smarter than she's pretending to be, but like, let's take her at, at face level for a moment. Like, it's, it's fucking stupid. Like, if you actually think that abortion is murdering a baby, what is the baby being used to, to make electricity afterwards have to do for any, with anybody? <laughs> it's, it, that's the least bad part of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, our next honorable mention is uh, whoever it is in the Illuminati who's poisoning the water supply because they forgot to take into account the fact that Alex Jones is never going to forget how big I his dick is. Yeah. <laughs> Does this to humans as well. That's why genitals, I don't care if you're black or white, are All right. a third the size they were of a 1960s male. <laughs> so the media makes jokes about that a few months ago when I gave the example of you know, if your daddy's Johnson was a foot long, yours is six inches long. And if yours is yours was six inches, your son will be three inches. And the one over there won't even have a penis. We make jokes about that all day long, but this isn't a game. It's not a game, it's a game okay, guys. Well, who cares? Well, we're sterilized. And the sperm counts are down 96% does. Uh, we did a whole episode on Tucker Carlson's like rural masculinity thing a while back. Uh, like we talked about sperm counts are down. No one really knows why, but like I, I try to get to the bottom of this, like dicks are getting smaller thing. I couldn't right. find any reputable source that says that, uh, like there is a conspiracy theory on the internet, but I just love that Alex Jones is like, you guys, you gotta listen. My dad's dick was huge. Right. Yeah. And my dick is only half the size. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like, I, yeah, my dad's dick was made. I look at mine and I'm like, something's, this must be the, you know, the globalist. <laughs> Yeah. It's only one possible explanation for me having this small dick and that's uh you know, Jews putting stuff in the water or whatever it is that you know yeah. he thinks is happening. Yeah, the sperm yep. count thing, right, that is like that's legitimate, but I isn't it probably to do with like either all the fucking microplastics or our shitty diets and a combination yeah. of all that. It's just like the whole world we live in is just kind of worse in a lot of ways uh for for us so yeah, yeah it's not it's not globalist with uh you know frog enzymes or or you know whatever's going on i don't think yeah. we uh we wear we wear tidy we wear we wear tighter underwear tighter jeans we get cell phones in our pockets next to our balls and we sit with laptops on top of our laps cooking our tests right like, right there's lots of things you can go through isn't the government's trying to shrink our dicks but uh, but I did I did find something pretty interesting when I Google around. They did a big study where they actually measured uh, guys' dicks, and because previously it had all been self-reported. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's some flaws <laughs> with, with yeah. the structure of that particular study. Yeah, when they went through, when they went from actually measuring guys' dicks, just asking them how big they are, they all shrunk an inch. It's absolutely yeah, right. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's really more what happened. <laughs> that's hilarious. Can't believe anybody. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah I see no problems with that. I Go found ahead. a guy, who, like an art history guy, who had been asked why the dicks were so small in ancient Greece, Greek statues. And yeah. apparently, in, in ancient Greece, it was considered more fine to have a small dick. Like having a big dick was associated with being stupid and uncouth. So that's yeah, like a donkey or something. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah right. That's what Michelangelo's David David is a, as a uh, is not is he's Alex Jones. <laughs> well, how about that? I never yeah. heard that before. But it would be, you know, it dude. Those statues would be much wilder if they were all just like just flopping big hogs all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those classical Greek statues, they just had like massive wainers. It would have a different feel. I feel like it'd be hard to take them quite as seriously, you know? So I think that was a good artistic choice. Uh, good job, yeah. Bernini. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Michelangelo. Yeah. Not setting unrealistic body image, except for the abs. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay. What we got next? Uh, this hospital for not creating a separate porn free internet. This is, this is wild shit here. Mm-hmm. What role does providing hardcore pornography to your teenagers age 13 and above play in providing other resources? And how many clicks does it take to get from your page to hardcore pornography videos? Um, I guess I address this through the chair. Uh, <laughs> chair man Jester, he has no uh, idea what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, the, uh, uh, I have to admit I'm a bit confused. <laughs> Representative Click, what is the question exactly? Is well, this pertaining to the witness's testimony? This is per- pertaining to the gender information care provided through Nationwide Children's Hospital, and it takes... I provide this to the chair to do it as she pleases. Uh, if she wants to distribute it or not, that's up to her discretion. But it only takes five, three to five clicks to get from your gender affirmation webpage to hardcore pornography and talking about things that I will not mention in this committee. And I just want to know, I mean, you talk about standards of care, right, <laughs> medical evidence. So that guy's named Gary Click. and. Uh, if he's been a prominent dumbass before, it's, there's no record of it because it mostly, if you can search his name, you just find him getting roasted for this. So he's talking to an executive at a, a director of a hospital about their gender affirmation care, care because like Ohio is about trying to pass a bunch of anti-trans legislation, which we'll get to in a second. But what what he's referring to, and this is actually pretty funny, uh, the hospital's uh, webpage has a subpage which is about their gender affirmation care, and on that website, they have links to a bunch of uh, care organizations who will help people who are trying to figure out if they want to transition and whether they need support groups and all that kind of stuff. One of those groups has a separate subpage on their webpage because they're sex positive that links to like one of the ways to support themselves, I think, is by having like a promo code at like a sex toy shop. So he clicked through four or five times to find a vendor connected to a separate nonprofit that's connected to the hospital that's selling dildos. So he was looking around for some oppo, oppo information, ended up dildo shopping on an underrelated website, is now blaming the hospital director for him having to steal dildo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dildo uh, shows up in the mail, and his wife's like, what's this about? And he's like, it's that damn children's hospital. He's like, what's who did this? Uh, this guy, <laughs> so a Democrat named Daniel Troy, uh, he said he told the newspaper he was disappointed by his questioning and didn't understand why I've been asked. I suppose if I go on the internet and click on Donald Trump, I'm probably two or three away from Stormy Daniels. I don't know where this stuff is going to take me. <laughs> this is a pretty good home. Uh, yeah, the last president literally fucked the porn star. It's a much more direct connection to uh, the, the pr- problem of pornography than uh, this hospital. Right. Um, it's also just, it's the internet. You know what I mean? Like, how far removed are you ever from porn on the internet? You know what I mean? It's always, 
always right there. And if you know, that, if you're looking for, you're not going to get like, I don't know. Everybody knows it. We all know where it's at. You know how to get to it. You know, it's, yeah. and I guarantee so, you, this guy knows how to get to it too. You were just in England, so you know, I'm sure you know this story. But there's a guy, like a member of Parliament, that just had to resign because he got caught looking at pornography on the uh, on the floor of the House of Commons. Mm-hmm. And what he did, <laughs> he was looking at tractors because they were debating an agriculture bill. And I guess the combine harvester called the Dominator. Mm-hmm. So the first time he Googled Dominator, he ended up on a porn site, backed it, rapidly closed it. They were like, "Wait a minute." The first time was purely by accident. The second time he was like, I would look at this tractor for baby. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is, this is the kind of that. It's like, yeah, man, don't go. Just, the internet's not for everybody. Stay off of it. If you don't want to see naked people. Um, so the, the bill they're talking about, and it's, I think it's important to talk about this because the, the, the um, targeting of trans people is like, escalating at a rapid rate, like it's becoming an organizing principle for like all of Americans fascists in a way that's like yeah. really scary to me because right. there are, trans people are a very small number of people. Right. If the rest of us don't say, Hey, fuck off with this shit. It's going to get worse and worse and worse until mm-hmm. a lot of it killed. And speaking of which 31 members of Patriot front were arrested in Idaho this weekend uh, for conspiracy to riot because they were going to smash up a pride parade in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which uh, a pride parade in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, I imagine has like, 35 people at it so the 30 right. 31 people with clubs would have been a formidable ad- adversary um there's a pretty funny story came out of this somebody what one kid's mom uh saw him at the riot and kicked him out of the house uh yeah of course he lives with his mom <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. these, you know these dudes are all like basement dwellers and whatnot i also saw people put up like the pictures the mug shots of all of them and like the, how uh positively crow magnon a lot of them look you know um yeah they look like generated, uh, like barbarian characters or something <laughs> yeah. in a video game. But yeah, no, it is scary that it like that this is becoming such a thing. Cause I, you know, perhaps naively, I'd thought that like, you know, until trans people, not, not until they came along, they've always been here, but until they became the focus of their ire, you know, I had thought for a while there that even they were sort of moving beyond, um, Mm-hmm. caring all that much about gay people, you know, like fucking Peter Thiel who sucks, but that when he was at the RNC and, you know, said, I'm gay, I'm repl-, and he got cheers instead of boot, like that type of shit. I'd, I mm-hmm. was thinking, I was like, okay, well, maybe at least they're done with all that, you know, which was very stupid of me. But yeah, then they found yeah. out about trans people, I guess, and it's just reignited the whole thing. And yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely frightening. Like you said, they're not, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it would be fucking scary uh, seeing this shit, uh, you know, as if they yeah. haven't had to deal with enough already for their entire lives. Now they got yeah. they're, they're becoming the, you know, the preferred target of the just worst people this country has to offer. It's pretty shitty. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit later during January 6th stuff about the, the uh, uh, Federal Society's uh, fascists work like versus the QAnon psychopaths and like they're not actually the divided nine is not actually that big right and but what one thing these brown shirts do is like move the Overton window far enough to where when the Supreme Court overturns gay marriage next year or whatever it won't seem like that radical of a thing to do because it'll be like, well it's better than you know, these guys who are murdering trans people in the street right and right. so um what they Ohio um, guy was debating is a bill. Do you have a bill to ban trans uh, male to female trans kids from playing high school sports? Um, 
it's a bit ridiculous, the specifics of the bill. Like, it, the opponent's parents can challenge the gender of a kid in the team, and then the kid has to prove that the gender they say they are. And one of the ways they're going to do that is literally by fingering your kid. They're going oh to have to OBGYN, check your kid's genitals to see if you have a uterus. So that's what the, the fuck, yeah. dude? They're forcibly penetrate your kid to protect the integrity of high school girls' volleyball. Sports, yeah, right. Um, so insane. And, like, like, just talk about what's – we talked about this stuff, and, like, I, this is the main – the only thing I've really gotten a lot of angry emails about, messages from viewers of this, is like, well, I wouldn't want my daughters to lose her spot. Like, sports – most sports are not pro sports. Pro sports is the only level of sports where something's really at stake, and only 0.00001% of us play that level of sports. The rest of us are out there running around and get exercise. That's why high schools have division. Uh, they have A, AA, AAA. It's to, to keep the level of competition even. That's why we have under six foot basketball. That's why we have slow pitch softball leagues. We're just trying to keep the competition where people can have fun. And all of Ohio, they found one kid. One kid who's made a female trans play in high school sports. This bill is aimed specifically at one kid who plays high school softball. And she, here's a direct quote from her. She plays like backup catcher and backup first baseman. And she says, I'm not some big, strong six foot guy pretending to be a girl here and taking over over softball teams and winning championships. Like I barely even get to play it because I'm not great. (laughs) She just likes playing softball. (laughs) That's it. It's also funny. It's literally one person. It's like the, this bill is called like the, Fuck Amber in particular act of 2022. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's like it's got to be a wild feeling to have like your state legislature, you know, passing a bill aimed literally just at you, you know, not yeah. in theory, but in practice, you're the only person who's going to be affected by this uh, piece of legislation that's going through your state house right now. Like it's fucking that shit's crazy. Yeah, it reminds me of the old David Tell bit about uh, there being so many white supremacists in Alaska, even though it's all white people. It's like a bunch of guys sitting around like, we got to get Eric. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to get into it? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So day two of the January 6th hearings were yesterday. And they've actually, we talked about day one on a Patreon episode on, um, uh, that we taped on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and day two actually had the much more compelling, I think, evidence Um even though day one had more cinematic stuff because they showed a lot of footage from the January 6th. I, I also have come to the conclusion I like the fact they're calling it the January 6th commission because January 6th is the news hook for this, but a lot of the other shit Trump was up to was much more sinister and much more impactful as far as when it came close to overturning the election. But um, for funsies, let's start with Fox News' summary of the day's events yesterday. <laughs> The other thing about that comes out of this hearing is that there is a lot of really brave and courageous figures here, Bill Barr being one of them. The system actually worked to some extent, but it depends who you're trying to convict. And I think that so far they're trying to convict Donald Trump of being a terrible person. Uh, thanks to all of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that is sort of the uh, the mission statement here. You know, he did yeah. some terrible shit. We're trying to illustrate that. And this guy's just like, you know, this just feels like like they're trying to make Donald Trump out to be a bad guy or something. It's like, yeah. I, you know, I respect the proceedings here. I think they're doing a great job. It's just, is that really what they're trying to do? Come on. It's like, yeah. I don't understand what this guy thinks is supposed to be happening or whatever. Like, what's he think he's watching if if it's not, you know, the crimes of Donald Trump? I'm going to uh, I'm going to push back on that guy saying Bill Barr did a great job. It was a big hero. Absolutely fucking not. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but there are basically four big themes out of yesterday. And yesterday was like 
trying to make the case that like Trump knew the election was fair. And so they, they're treating this much more like a criminal proceeding than I, than I would do. It feels like they're just, they're making the, that hearing specifically was for Merrick Garland because to the public, Trump's state of mind, his mens rea, his criminal culpability doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to the public who's deciding whether to vote for him in 2024, whether he's dangerous because he's stupid and crazy or whether he's dangerous because he's a power mad psychopath. The idea just that he's dangerous is enough. So I don't, I don't know if we really need to get into like his state of mind, but yesterday was all about that. But um, yesterday, four big takeaways <clears throat> um, that Trump's inner circle was divided into two big camps. Mm-hmm. Bill Stepien, who is on this side, called him team normal versus team crazy. Uh, I don't accept that framing. I think they're all fucking evil and there's different varieties of it. Um, the other one was uh, Trump was, it became detached from reality. Bill Barr said over and over again that Trump got crazier and crazier after November, after the election day. Um, the third thing was, we're going to talk about in a minute, is Trump uh, defrauded his followers out of $250 million that no one really knows where it went except to into his pockets. And uh, the fourth one, the really fun one, is that Rudy Giuliani was fucking hammered most of the mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah. So if we get to the next video, Matt, let's uh, let's, let's this is Liz Cheney's opening statement. She led with she led with it from the top. <laughs> Pain experts on election night, and instead followed the course recommended by an apparently inebriated Rudy Giuliani to just claim he won, and insist that the vote counting stop to falsely claim everything was fraudulent. Uh, yeah, that, that came, they should they should more testimony to this to uh, to the, on this later. Jason Miller, who I think runs Gab now, one of those social media knockoffs, um, was a White House advisor. Uh, January sixth committee lawyer. Was there anyone in that conversation in your estimation had too much to drink? Jason Miller, um, Rudy Giuliani. I think he was definitely intoxicated. <laughs> so Rudy uh didn't like that he went on a twitter uh, rage today and he said let me read this tweet because it's fucking funny i am disgusted and outraged at the outright lie by jason miller and bill steep here i was upset they were not prepared for the massive cheating as well as other lawyers around the president i refused all alcohol that evening i had my favorite drink diet pepsi uh (laughs) bullshit does anybody believe it's like that's the easiest thing to believe out of all of this that's come out it's like that rudy giuliani was hammered that night and it's also funny it's how frustrating that had to be for the uh, and i agree with you everybody that was in this room is to some degree a piece of shit but it's wild that there's like still lines in the sand for these people you know what i mean which i'm glad there are but it's wild to think about the other guys who were like who are in there and trying to tell trump like that this is just what's happening okay mm-hmm. and you know there's still more votes to be counted we don't know yet uh, you know we just got to wait and see yada yada and then and then Rudy Giuliani is just like fuck that just say you won who gets <laughs> like just go just fucking just go out there and just take it man what are they gonna right. do you're the fucking guy you know just tell them like nah I'm still we got this and you know and Trump and then watching Trump sit there and be like yeah, this guy's making a lot of sense, you know, just watching, listening to that fucking dude over everybody else. But of course, it's like it makes all the sense in the world because Rudy Giuliani was the one who was telling him the thing that he wanted to hear, which is like yeah. sort of his whole deal. He's very much one of those, you know, like uh, he yeah. made sycophants around it, like whatever he wants to hear is the thing that you know he's going to go with regardless yeah. of what is actually true but it is it's so wild to think of a drunken rudy giuliani with that fucking 
poop colored hair dye, you know, dripping down his face or whatever, being the sort of like primary catalyst for the greatest, you know, um, fucking insurrectionist conspiracy theory in the history of our country that it all like started that night with that hammered lunatic is, uh, it's just what a fucking timeline that we live in. I don't know if you know about, uh, uh, remember much about Jason Miller, but, um, a few years ago, he had an affair during the first Trump campaign, uh, with a, uh, camp, she's a campaign aide who went on to be like one of those CNN pro Trump talking heads and she got pregnant and there was a, she accused him of trying to put RU486 in her breakfast smoothie to get rid of the baby. And anyway, that comes up because Giuliani was tweeting out that news story today, <laughs> which is so funny because this guy tried to fucking poison his mistress to, in their mind, murder an unborn baby. And they had no problem with it until he snitched that Rudy was drunk on election. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, watching all these people destroy each other is pretty fucking funny. Right. Uh, talk, talking about the scam. So apparently tr- Trump fundraised uh, via these same people 25 emails a day uh, and collected $100 million in the week following the election and got $250 million total in small dollar donations from his uh, campaign. Uh, from a fake, stop the steal, he called it, but the money just went straight into Trump's campaign accounts. He never, there's never any separate funds. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we? Wasn't that like pretty apparent at the time that that? Like, I feel like I remember us talking about that, putting up like a screenshot of the website where they were fundraising from and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. it was like you could tell that it was horse shit or like just a, a big time grift from the beginning. Like a lot of this stuff. It needs to be reiterated. I'm not criticizing them for bringing it up, but I'm saying a lot of this shit is like confirmation of things that yeah. you know a lot of us knew already, or at least oh, yeah. assumed. For sure. I mean, uh, we definitely suspected, and we talked about it because we they, they made the same point we did over a year ago, which is like if you really think there's all this fraud, you took all this money to fight it. Why aren't you spending the money fighting the fraud? Like, where's the money being spent? And mm-hmm. the answer is nobody. Like they gave a million of them went to a charity uh, ran by Mark Meadows. Uh, and of that million, 500,000 went to pay the yearly salary of the guy that's, that's director of it. Um, oh, 200 grand of it went to Trump hotels, I guess, to rent out their own hotel rooms to complain about how the election was stolen. And uh, $60,000 of it went to John Jr.'s girlfriend because she spoke at January 6th rally for two minutes. She got paid $400 a minute to talk and say, I don't know what she did, but she definitely danced backstage because it reminded me of this video. From January 6th, when they're all having a really good time. This is a... Yeah, look, that's from January 6th? Yeah. Backstage, we're Trump's talking. Turn it off. Turn it off, Matt. <laughs> oh, yeah, music. Yeah, I forgot. We, yeah, we get music. Dinged, music was. Uh, yeah, we have you guys. Our Patreon got taken down for a few hours. We had to cut out because we talked about uh, some music videos that were directed by the guy. Uh, the guy, one of the guys who testified about his documentary from the January 6th commission on Thursday, directed some classic rap videos, which we stupidly showed because I'm an idiot and got our, got our video taken down. Um, but, so, yeah, so the news out of that is the FEC, FEC our toothless election regulation <laughs> organization, Apparently flipped past the January 6th commission and said, huh, we should check into that and just ask Trump politely today for uh, to, if he could tell us what, to say where that $250 million went. 
I'm assuming um, I'm expecting sure. fourth rate honesty. Yeah, uh, right. I'm sure he'll yeah come through with that immediately. Nothing but uh, transparency across the board when it comes to his uh, financials. But I did like I don't know. What do you think? Like again, the idea that there was these two factions even within the Trump camp, and it's like even in that administration at that stage of the game, because you know he ran through a lot of people. Like so many people got thrown under the bus, and you know it felt like. Uh, it just they just got dumber and crazier as it went on because anybody that had any semblance of sanity couldn't survive in there, right? But you get uh-huh. to this point in the election and uh you have a faction of people saying things that are real and but still being on the Trump team. I, it's wild to me how like how, I don't know how you reconcile the two if you're that person, but also I'm wondering like if there can't be many of those people left around him at this point. Right. Like in the aftermath of all this, like surely he's, uh, you know, excised any semblance of <laughs> rational, uh, advice or anything in favor right. of the Rudy Giuliani's of the world. Like it's probably all that's left around him. All right. So now's a good time to talk about the bow tie, the, the bow tie law school fascists versus the QAnon crazy hat fascists. All right. They're on the same team. The bow tie guys get upset when the QAnon guys make them look crazy. It's not Team right. Hall versus Team Crazy. It's Team Regular Fascist you can have a martini with versus the guy who can't shut the fuck up about Jewish space lasers. All right. Right. <laughs> and, and you like so, so the, the, the most, the, the thing that I think people, the reason that I talked about up top, why they, they, they probably shouldn't have called the January 6th commissions because like January 6th was the least, it, it was the most dangerous part, and it, did, and it was violent, and a couple of people got killed. It's not the most dangerous part to American democracy. The most the, the most dangerous part to American democracy was the plot out in the open to have state legislatures send rival slates of electors um, to certify the election that Trump won, even though Trump had lost those states, which is a lot of people, a lot of Republicans think is constitutional for them to do, and they will try that again. The Supreme Court is probably going to be ruling on whether you can do that. Um, so that's the that's the most dangerous part, I think. And I hope they get to the bottom of that. They're supposed to have some testimony from guys who were organizing the electors and, and from some of the elect, some of the fake electors. And I hope those guys get some criminal culpability and they roll on up the ladder. But that brings me back to you do not have to hand it to Bill Barr. Because like when you talk about the bow tie fascists, like they're still making the election was fraudulent claims, but not about fake ballots and not about Chinese paper and Chinese bamboo and all that shit. And the Italy using Hugo Chavez's military machines and Italian satellites and all, uh, all that stuff's fucking insane. But they do believe that Pennsylvania expanding mail balloting without direct authorization in writing from the state legislature, even though the legislature had handed that power over to the uh, over to the agencies, the, the secretary of state to decide how they want to run the election in the middle of a pandemic, they decided to do more mail voting. That's within their rights to do. They're saying because the legislature didn't approve that directly, the whole election was fraudulent and throw out that state's electors. They, they, a lot of them believe that. There was a guy on TV yesterday who was ran out of the Republican Party for being pro-gun control who was still defending his vote to throw out Pennsylvania electors on that premise, right? So that brings me to Bill Barr. Bill Barr is definitely on the side that says that Pennsylvania's electors and, I don't know, maybe Arizona's and Georgia's now should have been thrown out because they didn't meet the strict requirements specifically by the letter of the law, even though the spirit of the law is trying to get everyone, everyone's vote counted, right? right? Spirit of the law, get everyone's vote counted, even in the middle of a pandemic, right? So 
that's why you do not have to fucking hand it to Bill Barr. So he's no. he's he's annoyed by being by by being associated with the craziness of Rudy Giuliani. He's absolutely fine with the craziness of like uh, of the, the, the Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh and mm-hmm. uh, right. Sam Alito, who absolutely would have thrown out those electors. They actually did throw out Pennsylvania's elect. They, they, I don't know if you remember, the, the, the Supreme Court intervened contra constitutionally. Federal, federal, federal judges aren't supposed to overrule a state court about state constitutional issues. Pennsylvania Supreme Court said it's fine. Supreme Court took the case away from them, said, no, it's not fine. You can't count mail-in ballots if, they, if they're not dated or if they come in after election day. So what Pennsylvania did to protect the integrity of the election was they put all those ballots in a separate pile. And once all the ballots, the, all the ballots the Supreme Court said could be counted were counted, they just didn't bother counting the ones. They didn't want to argue about them anymore because the vote, it was too, it was too, vote the margin was too big for it to change anything. So there, a bunch of people did get disenfranchised by the Supreme Court because no one, no one wanted to argue about it anymore because the election was over. Right. That did happen. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, and now, but, but Bill Barr, like he just, the fact, like, yeah, any kind of lionizing of that guy, I'm not here for either, you know, cause also like we talked about it before, like he's saying all this shit now, but he was there the whole time and just like, didn't say anything to anybody. He might've, you know, fucked off or whatever, but he didn't, you know, he, where was he at when this was actually happening? And then, you know, months mm-hmm. later, he's got a book coming out or whatnot. And now he's under subpoena and whatnot. So he's like saying it, but I'm not going to jerk this dude off for uh, any of that. And also we talked on the, the Patreon episode we did, we're talking about Mike Pence and how it's like, he's he, like, he's getting, you know, a little bit of the hero treatment from this process too. It's like he stood that Mike Pence held the line or whatever and acted actually presidential and all this shit. But as we were saying, it's like, it's like that old Chris Rock bit where it's like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like all you did was what you're supposed to, your duty, you know, like you want a fucking cookie just for not overthrowing the government. You're not supposed to overthrow the government, you know, like, Fuck Mike Pence. I mean, also, I'm glad he did what he did as opposed to the alternative, but still, like, yeah, fuck him. Mike, Mike, like, we always act like these guys were drafted into these jobs. We didn't, right. nobody, nobody forced Mike Pence to be vice president. He campaigned for the job literally twice, three times. He campaigned to get Trump's approval to get the spot. Then he campaigned with Trump to get Trump elected. Then he campaigned with Trump to get Trump elected again. You knew what you fucking you, what you were doing. You called up to they cozy up to a to a dangerous psychopath. In fact, you did the bare minimum one day after being a bad actor for fucking six years. Doesn't right. mean shit to me. And right. also, like, it reminds me of, like the the coverage the, the night Trump won when nobody thought he was going to win, and Melania didn't want him to win, and and uh, Karen Pence didn't want him to win. And there's a famous quote where Karen Pence turns to her husband and says, "Well, you got what you fucking wanted, Mike." <laughs> <laughs> So this is this is what he got, but he, but anyway. So, so going back to the bow tie guy assholes, like one thing that's really telling to me about where we're at as a country is one of the witnesses that the, the committee call is a guy named Ben Ginsburg. Ben Ginsburg was the lead counsel for the for the Bush campaign in two thousand and two thousand four. He led the recount effort in Florida in two thousand, which we'll come back to that in a second. Yesterday, he said all the right things. This election wasn't close. It was way it was, it, there was no fraud, and if there was a little, if, if there was a few. Votes miscounted, or a few, little bit of fraud here and there for somebody voting wasn't supposed to. It was too. It was the, the margins were so large it wouldn't have mattered. Right. But again, thus the that's the QAnon fascist take. Ben Ginsburg, when uh, when he was head of the league, head counsel for the Bush campaign, they were trying to get the Florida State Legislature because the recount was dragging on past the safe harbor date. They were trying to get the Florida State Legislature just go ahead and appoint electors. 
mm-hmm. to give it to Bush. This is right. the same play that Trump was trying to run. So all they're mad about is not, is going beyond the bow tie fascist shit. That's all right. they're mad about. <laughs> right. They're so, yeah. They're totally willing to like exploit any kind of technicalities or loopholes or whatever they can find that, like you said, yeah. ignore the spirit of the fucking concept of democracy. People, you know, should vote and their votes should be counted. Like mm-hmm. they'll throw all that completely aside if they have something like they can hang their hat on legally uh, that, you know, they can twist into making it make some sort of sense. And they're like, we ain't got to bring fucking Hugo Chavez and all that shit into it. It's like, why are you guys acting crazy about this, uh, you know, coup we're attempting here? Like, can we not just do it by the book? We do it by the book coup? Why we got to do a fucking crazy coup, guys? And that's like what the argument is about uh, amongst Mm -hmm. Republicans right now. (laughs) Yeah, if anything, if if anything, uh, the mob set back their efforts, you know? Oh, yeah, Uh, for sure. So, uh, anyway, the one funny thing that we'll we'll give give Bill Barr to is, remember we talked about the 2000 Mules documentary a couple weeks ago? Yeah, Dinesh uh, D'Souza. Yeah, so this this happened in uh, uh, in the testimony yesterday. And uh, I haven't seen anything since the election that changes my mind on that, including the 2000 Mules movie. He <laughs> <laughs> really hit for himself there. Cut cut off. That's always nice. <laughs> people are talking about that. You can cut off that. Uh, so this is a... So anyway, I don't understand... I hope watching Lynn Cheney and how compelling she is because she's so fucking mad would hit would help the Democrats understand everything they're doing wrong. She still seems the maddest in those hearings. Yeah, Liz Cheney. Her, yeah, yeah. So why why can't the Democrats get that level of mad? And yes, we talked about it on Friday. It bugs me that they're using the using the most high profile hearings in fifty years to turn uh, Liz Cheney into a star. Right. Um, but she is a more effective communicator than they are. Um, and she, another podcast that you listen to says uh, Liz Cheney feels like she'd chased Donald Trump to the gates of hell. <laughs> That's how fucking bad she is at him. And that part does it for me, even though, again, she sucks. She threw her own sister under the bus for being gay. She basically yeah. she would vote to over, make her sister's marriage illegal. Right. She's a bad person. Don't like her. No. Um, uh, anyway, she dropped uh, this video today, uh, and I found it interesting, and we can wrap it up, wrap this segment up after this. Matt says one second, he's pulling up. Remember, go to 118 in the video, Matt, when you pull it up. But yeah, this is, uh, she put this statement out on social media. Um, yeah. It, I think tomorrow's hearing, it's supposed to be hearing tomorrow. I think they might have had to move it for some reason. I think Bill Steppian is supposed to testify about his wife into labor or some shit. So uh, I'm not sure what's going on with that, but. Yeah, let's talk about what's coming up in the next mix of the hearings. ...of the gravity of these issues. Here is a clip of one of President Trump's own White House lawyers, Eric Hirschman, who talked to Mr. Eastman the day after January 6th. John Eastman is one of Trump's crazy lawyers. It was the day after. Uh, Eastman, I don't remember why he called me, He's in a, or he texted me or called me, wanted to talk with me, and he said he couldn't reach others. And he started to ask me about something dealing with Georgia and preserving something potentially for appeal. Uh, and I said to him, are you out of your effing mind? Right? I said, I, said, I only want to hear two words coming out of your mouth. 
for now on. Orderly transition. Which didn't happen. I, said, I don't <laughs> want to hear any other effing words coming out of your mouth, no matter what, other than orderly transition. Repeat those words to me. And I screamed at him. Eventually, he said, orderly transition. I said, good, John. Now I'm going to give you the best free legal advice you're ever getting in your life. Get a great effing criminal defense lawyer. You're going to need it. And then I hung up on him. All right. <laughs> that must have felt really good to say to John Eastman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love to say it. I want to say cool. It's like, a, it's like that's the lawyer equivalent when uh, Marshawn Lynch said, I ain't about to talk about that action movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Matt. A, yeah. Matt, you can like if you want to put some comments and stuff up there, you can. But anyway, go ahead, Mark. I was going to ask you what you think's coming up. Oh yeah, CC. What's new on YouTube? Says so smash that like button, folks. Thank you for reminding me. Like and share and all that stuff. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, just how you're feeling about these generally in terms of like the possible impact or whatever, and like. You know, are you optimistic about these actually leading to something um, finally? I, th- I think I think I said earlier that like this feels like a, a lot of these hearings have an audience of one. And it's Merrick Garland because they're trying to grab him by the collar and shake him to fucking get off his ass because prosecutors don't like to like track late cases unless they're slam dunks. They also don't right. like to track cases uh, if they're high profile unless they're absolutely slam dunks. They don't want to get right. Embarrassed. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. so, oh, thanks, Jay Forever. Jay uh, Forever. But, Mark's yeah. killing it today. Bow tie fascist. That's a new one for me. Yeah. Um, the, remember, the, the, the Nazis had the brown shirts. The Nazis also had a lot of judges, right? Right. So, like, they, they, they're working in concert. <laughs> Jason um, Galdet says, shout out for the Dr. Teeth shirt, by the way. about that? Red Bubble. Got off Red Bubble. Love the shirt. Um, love the Muppets, baby. Love the Muppets. We should have been, honestly, if... if the entire Supreme Court was Sam the Eagle. We'd be better off. Um, <laughs> Kim Cusado on Facebook says, Bill Barr fucked the entire country when he completely misrepresented the Mueller report. Also, Robert Mueller fucked the country when mm-hmm. he declined to come to a conclusion. He said, here's yeah. a bunch of like, <laughs> we couldn't solve the first part of the investigation because they did all this cover-up stuff and lied to us so much. Right. And then nobody was punished for the lying or the covering up, except for they got a few small convictions, including for the, uh, which we call it. They, who was pardoned. Um, uh, Asasha three says Barr was under oath. Every one of these guys were under oath. I wonder how being under oath changes your tone. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're under oath, you're literally bargaining for your freedom. So mm-hmm. you're not going to come out as stratted and like, will be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Fake news. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't work in that scenario. <laughs> Randa power says, and Pence would not condemn Trump after January 6th. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. man. Fucking my, my, trying to get his Pence. ass hung and <laughs> yeah, he was still, you know, got to tell that party line. Mike, uh, Mike Pence heard Trump making the hang Mike Pence case and said, well, we got to hear about folks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's done a lot of good for this country, okay? Yeah. Like, sure, he wants to have mm-hmm. me lynched in, in front of the halls of Congress, but, you know, mm-hmm. I still support the platform. Mo RFD says Barr said he would vote for Trump again, right? Yes, yeah. he did say that. He did. He did. He said because the big, much bigger threat to America is the progressive agenda. See, that's what uh, that right there is what so much of it comes down to, in my opinion, is like I think there are people out there, like conservatives out there that – 
are not on board with a lot of this shit or think this is too far or didn't like January 6th or whatever else, but that will still show up and vote Republican, I think, because they're more afraid of the evil commie queer Democrat agenda like yeah. or, or whatever. They think it's that's even yeah. worse. So which is fucking hand, insane to me. But on the one hand, uh, you have totalitarianism, which eventually always sinks into corruption and, and uh, a government that can't function, uh, usually with mass death in between. On mm-hmm. the other hand, there's one trans girl playing softball in Ohio. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. And Dr. Seuss got canceled. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You pick your by his own By his own right. descendants. So. <laughs> the mighty Kennebec Swan Island, 1724. It's a hell of a name. Says, I know one Trump supporter who has seen the light. January 6th opened his eyes. Now, after recent school shootings, he's for gun control. Just one. Sigh. Well, hey, you know. Lacers won. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, anecdotally, I hear sometimes of people that, you know, coming around finally for one reason or another, but uh, I just, you know, I, I don't know if it'll be enough. It, it Like, the sheer numbers they still have is wild to me, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's just where we are. It's like you were saying, like, it's so, uh, right, Cool Ant 516 says, what's the 2000 Mules movie? I don't get it. Dinesh D'Souza put out a documentary trying to highlight the truth about the election being stolen, basically, like over the detail. But it like even like one American news and places like that wouldn't fuck with it because they didn't want to get like sued and shit. And so he got all pissed off because even the, uh, most of the other lunatics wouldn't like promote the movie because of how, you know, uh, baseless and shitty it was. But so for for a Cliff Notes version who Dinesh D'Souza is, he was, he had a a turn as a respectable conservative pundit, like during like the Clinton and for, and, and George W. Bush years. Then he, um, got publicly embarrassed when he went to a conference with his mistress and not his wife and got busted for in a, which is one of the cool in Christian right circles. Then he got convicted of election fraud because what he did was he, 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 he gave money to a bunch of different people's names and he spent a little, a little bit of time in prison, got out, became a borderline QAnon guy. Trump pardoned him. And if you want to know what kind of person he is, he was a Laura, uh, Fox news lady, Laura Ingram, Ingram, Laura it was Laura Ingram's high college boyfriend at Dartmouth, and uh, their main thing they did there was start a newspaper specifically to out kids who were gay. Uh, they've, been, they've been mean their whole uh, lives. Uh, the Lord's anyway, work. <laughs> he just put out a documentary uh, about uh, called 2,000 Mules about that allegedly proves the election was stolen, and it has nothing in it. So uh, you, can rent, you can rent it on, the what is it, Rumble, the conservative answer to YouTube for like 20 bucks, I think. I wouldn't bother. There's nothing There's nothing to see in yeah. it. He has some grainy footage. It's like it's like those videos of Bigfoot walking, except it's election workers with right. bags and you, of whatever. You know, you saw, it was Bill Barr literally laughing at, you know, how stupid he found it to be. Um, Bill Barr literally went back into government, became Trump's AG because he was writing essentially Fox News letters to the editor about how the Russian investigation was a hoax. That's why he got hired. He's purely Fox News brain pilled, and he thinks this movie's a joke. Right, so. exactly. All right. Well, listen, yeah, again, some uh, reminders there. Sorry about the fucking, you know, hey, our first week back and we got technical shit. That's a classic excuse for you. Hopefully, we got it worked out in some regard. 
Anyway, uh, remind you to go to TreyCrowder.com if you want to come see me live if I'm coming to your town soon. Uh, also, you can uh, get bonus episodes for $5 a month at uh, WeeklySkews.com slash more. I go on Patreon, look, look me up, sign up. Yeah, Mark, what's up? I was going to say, I know you guys are going to do well-read shows again, but right now it feels like when Zane left One Direction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there will be. We're already booking well-read shows in the future, yeah. but I'm going to do this solo thing for a bit and probably may, may switch it up going forward. But, yeah, yeah, fret not. It will still be going down. But for now, go to TreyCrowder.com and come and see me as we're going to have a good time. All right, this is Weekly Skews. Sorry for the bullshit. Thanks for being here. Love you. Bye. Cheers.